11 o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwart with you. 45 minutes away from heading out to Arrowhead, you'll hear from Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Maybe a little update on making sure that foot's feeling good for Patrick. I know he had his big uh, 15 Mahomes gala last night. Uh, looked like he was, looked like, you know, official injury report. Looked like he was walking around fine, guys, all right? What were you watching? There was a video, there was a video and there were some <laughs> photos. He was also wearing shoes that, to me, if your foot was a problem, you would not be able to wear. So I think he's fine. That's, that's the breaking news there for you. He was wearing. I would love to see you pull. Off I believe the, I'm the foot injury the, expert. I would on love this show. to see you pull off the shoes that he was wearing. It was a kind. Of, you know, there's no no socks or anything. It's like the the, the dress. That's shoes. a popular look. Yep, and the pants kind of cut off around like above the ankle a little bit, but it's stylish. And something tells me if your foot was actually hurt, you would not be able to put your foot in that shoe. So I think he's good to go, man. We'll hear from him himself coming up at 11:45, though. I mean, we know we'll play. Like I don't think there's any yes. question about that. Yes, I think so. I think that's probably fair to say. You don't think it's like a season-ending foot injury? No. Not a, not a super bone? He was limping so much, guys. They can't go for fourth down because he, you know. What would you do, Cody, if he came out today and said, yeah, it's a super bone? Oh, my God. What a moment to find out that Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and I had the same foot condition. Oh, my gosh. Actually, it'd be the worst thing for Nick and I to ever have happened, by the way. <laughs> it would be the worst Why? thing. Oh, it'd be miserable. It would be miserable for all of us. We could share in this yeah, pain what, together. That, that's why it would be miserable. I wonder be. if he'd have off-season surgery to fix it, like I've just been avoiding forever. What's my off? What's off-season surgery for sports radio? June, June, July, something like that. March, June and July, but you could do it in March. Okay. You've been—I don't even want you to hear. Here's bring the thing: up, there is no such thing because you could come in the next day, Cody. Your job doesn't require you to be physically mobile. So you could just come in. You could have the surgery and then be here the next day. What if day. I wanted to stand and point at people? <laughs> I know it's not something I do typically, but you know, what? what if I was trying to make a point? Remember that time you told me I was like standing up and then kind of yell? I couldn't do that. Mm. Uh, okay. Reminder: It next, would limit my ability to do my job fully. Uh, reminder: Next Tuesday, uh, we will be out at Jefferson's in North KC for the Cody and Gold Toy Drive, the second annual Toy Drive benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kansas City. From 4 to 7, we'll be uh, at Jefferson's in North KC hanging out. Great food, great drinks, and we're asking you to bring a new unwrapped toy benefiting uh, kids in the Kansas City area. We appreciate everybody last year that came out. We had a ton of fun, and yes, uh, we were in the Santa costumes last year. Uh, Cody's stuck with it for three hours this go-around because of a bet uh, that he lost. So Got a, if you a wanna... season-long bet that I lost before the Chiefs even won the AFC West. Justin Watson, baby, appreciate you. All those injuries to Justin the wide receivers Watson. really killed me. Because he, he took a huge jump up these last three Over weeks. 200 yards receiving. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate that. Uh, we, were, we were talking about the reasons why uh, in the 10 o'clock hour, if you were to go through the top three reasons why they maybe could be eliminated at some point in the postseason. Like, what would not surprise you that reason would be? And then you take a look at the two particular teams that right now look like the two most daunting challenges for Kansas City in the postseason. The Chiefs are 1-5 against Cincinnati and Buffalo in the last 15 months. And in the last two years, we all know they're 0-3 against Cincinnati. Duh. Baltimore, 0-1. Buffalo, 1-2. Tennessee, 1-1. Nobody's really fearful of Tennessee. I think it really comes down to Cincinnati and Buffalo. But that's, that's kind of crazy for a team that does not lose many games whatsoever. A team that pretty much consistently wins 12-plus games lose every year. Lose to the good year. ones a lot. Every year. Yeah, Buffalo and... In Cincinnati, one in five in the last 15 months. Is that just, hey, it's tough to win in the NFL? Is there something in particular? Because I think we've talked about particularly with Cincinnati what they do. 
Is the Buffalo one more of a crapshoot? Cincinnati seems like there's legit stuff going on, as we talked about on Monday and Tuesday this week. So it's hard, yeah, because if you isolate Cincinnati, then you tell yourselves, okay, they're two and four against the three best teams outside of Cincinnati in the AFC over that time. And both of those games against Buffalo regular season games, and they won the important one, which was the playoff game. And if you went three years back instead of two years back, well, then they're two and two against Buffalo because they beat him in the AFC title game. So it doesn't seem all that bad. And they beat Tennessee. If you go to, if you remember, if you add another year, then they're two and one against Tennessee because they beat them in the AFC title game. They're two and two against Buffalo because they beat them in the AFC title. You know, like you start racking up if you just go a year back or a year back or whatever, it looks different. But I think a lot of this is, is probably pointing out some of the issues they've had. The reason why they haven't won a Super Bowl over the last couple of years versus when they did. They're a more flawed team now than they are then. Over the last few years, they've had a bigger issue being consistent against those big, good, great teams, and it's cost them multiple times. The only thing that you can say to make you feel good about this is all of these games were close. The Baltimore one you were at felt like Kansas City was supposed to have. It was Clyde fumble. Is that what the one that cost them in that yeah, game? it was. It so was. a Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumble cost him that one. A Travis Kelsey one cost him this most recent Cincinnati game. The Buffalo one last year in the regular season was a blowout, but the one this year in the first part of the year was also, again, back and forth, close for a majority of the game. I think some of this is just the law of averages of one-score games and how typically they're a coin flip 50-50, but the Chiefs have made a few too many mistakes. I'm not panicked yet, but if we go through another year of this and they're not beating these teams, I think I'd be ready to have a different conversation. It's, it is still crazy, though, because, one, you, you mentioned the margin of defeat, and we know against Cincinnati all three have been the three-point margins, and two of them were the same score, 27-24 the last two, and one was an overtime game. So it's you're, they've been right there, but against those two teams in particular – the Chiefs have made mistakes in the crucial moments. Normally, the Chiefs take advantage of those mistakes of other teams in the fourth quarter. Against those two, and in particular Cincinnati, that fourth quarter, we have seen the Chiefs make the mistakes. And even, I think Nate Taylor yesterday brought up a good point, even against Buffalo in the regular season game this year, it actually wasn't so much the fourth quarter, even though they, they had the lead. It was, it was the two picks before the, then? Yeah, when you got Josh Allen to turn over the ball in his first possession of the game, and you marched down the field, and you threw a pick. You didn't get any points out of that drive. Yeah, that jump you ball in MVS. Yeah, and we, we know that's we, – we talked about the decision there, but still it, it ended up ended up potentially being part of the, the problem in that, in that game as a whole. But the reason why I say it's crazy, despite being one and five against those two teams, they've hosted four straight AFC title games. Like that—that's that's what's also mind-boggling. Like because if they weren't one and five, Cody, and it's weird because that is a very difficult. It's hard to put in perspective how difficult of a thing just that is to do. And if if they weren't one and five, you know, we'd be talking about them being two and four and going to three Super well, Bowls. Let's go, but let's go you know to the I mean? playoffs that's what, that's over those crazy. over those years, right? Over those four straight AFC years. The teams that consistently lose to the playoffs are the teams that are at the top of the league. Like some of those, hey, we made it to the AFC title games are on the backs of beating the teams. I guess I don't fear if that makes sense. It's like, wow, you beat Pittsburgh. Cool, I guess. Last year's playoff run, they beat Buffalo. Good, that's a win. Lose to Cincinnati, hard to win both of those games in a row. All right, fine. But, Cody, all you're really saying is you're more likely to lose to good teams, which is a reality that <laughs> yeah, but every team rate, faces. But at this rate, they're look at doing the Bills. it. At, look at the Bills' schedule this year. They have three losses to the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Vikings. But they're doing it at too high of a rate at the moment. Who Who is? The Chiefs. In they're losing regard? more of those te- those games. You shouldn't be. What do you mean too high of a rate? Like, compared to who? 
their winning percentage, I mean, I would say compared to, I mean, I don't have Buffalo's records but like, against. None of those teams, but we don't have the conclusion to draw. So we can look at that and say, well, yeah, they're losing to these teams. But if I give you the Chiefs postseason success compared to those teams' postseason success, whose would you rather have? The Chiefs by a mile. So like, that's the whole thing is like, yeah, we can draw these conclusions. But the reason why they have postseason success is last year, what they do? They ended planned. up with the one seed, right? They played, they hosted the AFC well, championship they, they were game. two seed, but didn't matter. Start, right. Yeah, but they hosted Buffalo in the divisional round. Look at Buffalo last year. Buffalo lost to the Steelers. They got killed by the Colts. They lost to uh, the Patriots. They got uh, they lost to the Buccaneers. Like they lost to the Jags nine to six. So, would you rather be a team that only loses to other good teams, or would you rather be a team that can also lose three or four games in a season to really bad teams? Normally, I, it's the same thing. It's like you'd rather not have the floor. That's how you end up in AFC title games, Nick. I think to your point is the Chiefs' floor is always better than pretty much every other team. They're just having a hard time in those ceiling games. Maybe it's, that's it's, the takeaway. Not that they can't beat the teams because they clearly can, but they have been losing a disproportionately high number of those over the last two years in those ceiling games, well, in my opinion, because this is including the postseason. It is. I, I, it's an interesting stat, and it's an interesting number, but I, I, when you are going to AFC title games in four straight years, you obviously didn't lose many in the regular season. So therefore, the three or four losses every year that you're going to have are going to stand out more. And then you losing in an AFC title game against another top team, like I just like, were they supposed to go to they supposed to go to four straight Super Bowls? Like that's what's kind of weird to me. Because if they if they were losing to teams like the Colts on a more regular basis, so the Colts and they're losing games no, against the Broncos and they're losing. No, I'm just saying like we would be saying, well, you can't be a Super Bowl champion if you're losing to teams like that. That would be the that would would that not be the conversation like. Hey, if you're losing to those bad teams, well, then how can I think you're going to win a Super Bowl? Now we're saying, well, they're losing to teams that we think could win the Super Bowl. What does that? So what does that mean? That they can't win the Super Bowl as well? Like, so that's, it's an interesting stat. It's kind of bizarre. These are the two teams that have been, you know, quote unquote problematic, but they're playing in more games every year than Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have played in more games every year in the last four years than any other team in football. They do play in those, and they've and you're right. They've been to two Super Bowls and all that stuff. We, I just set a different standard with them. I understand yeah. that you're like, should they have gone to four straight Super Bowls? No, that's asking too much. What we've been asking really during this time, including this year, is can you get a second Super well, Bowl win? Something that might alter our thinking about the Buffalo Bills. Ian Rappaport uh, just now tweeting out that Sean McDermott announced that Von Miller uh, did have exploratory surgery yesterday. They ended up repairing his ACL. He is out for the season. Wow. So for so, as much as we talked about how – Different that made mm. them as a team this That's year. Huge, They've now man. lost their single biggest offseason addition, and he won't be a part of their team for a big chunk of next year. It's a massive loss. This is the guy they brought in to close the deal, to seal games against Kansas City, to seal yeah. games against Cincinnati. Von Miller sealed the regular season game at Arrowhead earlier this season. He was playing great this season for Buffalo. Buffalo still has a very talented roster, but that was one of the things they thought could make make the difference with Buffalo getting the Super Bowl this go around. What was the biggest change they made signing Von Miller? I, that I is definitely a think massive, of them differently as a team without Von Miller. It's a massive blow because he was the guy to take him over the hump in their mind. Right. And, and you could see, you could understand the thought process behind it all in back into get, the chiefs loss, go give him another edge rusher. Yeah. He seals those games against the, the most important teams you're going to face an absolute game changer. So that is that is absolutely huge, huge for the rest of the AFC, for the Chiefs, for Cincinnati, for Miami. Let's not forget, this is the Bills team that's still trying to win that division, guys. 
That's not a sure thing. And we know, we know the number one seed has the Buffalo Bills holding onto it right now. And we've gone through their schedule yesterday about could they lose a game? Could they not lose a game? Uh, <laughs> it's hard so, to imagine the Bills running the table. Just, just to put this very simply, as much as we talked about Kansas City's pass rush last year, the Bills are now in a similarly bad situation. They are currently 14th in the NFL in sacks. That's that. So they're already league average. Of the 31 sacks they've gotten this year, eight are Von Miller's, which means they're down to 23 sacks as a team. That's all they got from everyone else left on their roster right now. They've only managed to accumulate 23 sacks. They lost their single best sack guy. They lost a guy responsible for a quarter of all of their sacks this season. He's responsible for 25% yeah, of I, all I, their sacks this year. They are a bad pass rush unit now. Yeah, for someone on the text line from the 816, Miller isn't that big of a loss. I mean, that stat, you, co- the stat Cody Is this just, the same guy Cody who told us stat- Von Miller's pretty much 50? Oh, that was, you remember that? Yeah, that he was, yeah. <laughs> Von Miller's 50. He's fine. He doesn't matter. Remember he, that text from like two months ago? You're older than Von Miller. Probably. I don't know how old he is. So that means you're almost 60. How old's Von Miller? 33. Yeah, I'm quite a bit older than Ron Miller then. That's just, I mean, that's, you can't say that's not. He's responsible for a quarter of their sacks this year. That's too important. Also, Matt Milano has a leg and knee injury, and he's day-to-day, according to Sean McDermott. He's always hurt, They're a little banged up. I think, well, how long is this? I was going to say, the the, the listeners can't hear it, I don't think, in the background, but maybe if they're in their office, they hear it as well, on the Kansas side at least. Uh, Yeah, this tornado siren warning uh, in December, which I don't know why we need them in December to test them, but anyway, um, has been going off for 10 minutes. I don't know know why it's still You got to get ready year-round. That's how this works. It's important. It's it's important to be ready year round for the tornado. Is it on? I mean, some meteorologists can be like, it is possible. Is it possible when it's thirty three degrees, thirty five outside in December for a tornado to even happen? Is that even possible? Nick shaking his head like he knows the answer. Oh yeah. Oh. Are you our weather expert on the show too? Don't get me started on snow, 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 Yeah, that's what they're called. This is the problem uh, with live radio. It's like you can't even just edit that out. Also, someone brings up a good point on just on, on Twitter and other national NFL reports. Like, uh, even though we all thought Beckham was going to go to the Cowboys, and now there's news that Beckham you know, may not be ready anyway. Uh, the Bills were in contention for Beckham. His buddy's now out for the season. The National Weather Service, by the way, estimates that the likelihood of tornado occurring <laughs> on looking. a December day, 12 to 15%. So you're saying there's a chance. So I don't know what to tell you, Gold. It's important that we have these sirens. Yeah, I bet you feel dumb. Don't you feel so stupid? Yeah. In early June, it's 90%. Oh. Well, yeah, June. I would, ex- I would expect it in June. Well, something it's I not know we likely. need to test them in December and January. That's all. We do. It's Good. a small likelihood, but do it's still on the table. For now you know. 15 minutes. Well, that feels still going yeah. off. Still the going length off. of time in which they're going off is a little bit. All Sorry, right, they're so trying to be prepared, guys. Let's go to the, the trash of the day. <laughs> Trash of the day. All right, trash of the day. This is something that uh, maybe we could have some fun with at some point when it gets released. Did you guys see that Apple Music is launching a karaoke feature called Sing? So they basically have the idea of you and your friends singing along to your favorite songs with a new feature that they're going to roll out. You'll have the ability to adjust a song's vocals and an enhanced beat-by-beat lyric display, which goes from their entire song library. Uh, They're hoping that this will be the latest uh, innovation towards karaoke. And basically, you could do duets, and you could take the lead on the song. You can do whatever. Background. Whatever. Um, 
think it's kind of surprising some somebody hasn't done this. I mean, already. it seems like it'd be perfectly fine if you were sitting around in someone's living room and someone popped it on the TV. It'll, I don't really see the issue there. It'll be available for iPhone, iPad, Apple TV later this month. Do you think you're going to find yourself singing backup vocals for certain? Don't we all just sing to the main part of and, songs while we're in the car? I mean, I don't think I'm going to be sitting in my living room on a random Wednesday night and say, you know what? I just want to. Well, wanna in s- the car, that's not safe. I shouldn't be looking well, at the hope, lyrics during would, that point. I would hope people aren't using it in the car. Well, it works on iPhones. Like, what what about like a road trip? Well, well, yeah, if you're not driving. Yeah, that's sure. true. Road trip. Well, you know, you don't. If you know all the words, you can drive and sing. What percentage chance do you think it is that you're you're going to do this? You're going to use this feature. Five percent. Five percent, Nick. Much higher than that. Much. I think much mine's higher. more like forty or fifty percent. Yeah, no, really? mine's. I would go ahead. And yeah, you. I would go ahead and bump me up you, to about eighty-five. You have. <laughs> you're you have, way up there. I'm, it's going to happen. I have Apple Music. I will use. So, Cody, this. you have kids, so you can probably. This will be fun for you and maybe your kids too to utilize. Yeah, it seems like they would enjoy it, or at you least moving like this stuff around. I do, but I'm not going to just do karaoke. I just not. Gonna, look, we've had this discussion about karaoke. I like at a singing bar. different parts of the song. When, when's the last time you did karaoke at a bar? Years. Been a few years. Okay. Although, wait. Next Thursday is the company Christmas party. There will be karaoke at the bar. So will you sing a song there, Gold? Baby Got Back. Sing Baby Got Back at the company yeah. Christmas party. Or the thong no. song. What? Why <laughs> would I sing butts. for you? I, just told, I told you guys, my, one of my good friends, whenever we will go to a place that happens to have karaoke, he has offered me $500 cash on the spot to do it, and I've said no. So, so you won't take $500 so you let me think, get this to do karaoke so in a bar? Th- you think I'm going to do karaoke for free for both of you? Let me get Hell this straight. No. In front of our coworkers. So though. you're Even telling worse. me the price the price <laughs> for you to sing karaoke at a bar mm-hmm. is the same price as it would be for you to eat one of the company kitchen egg salad sandwiches. Let me get that right. Well, I said no to the 500 Now, maybe if I had some more more alcohol in me and stuff. Maybe that five hundred dollars. You turned out five hundred dollars. That's why the price went up. It started at two hundred. So you're saying you're not going to sing karaoke at the company Christmas party? Hell no! Even though they organized it. Are you? I hadn't planned on it. I bet you're not. That's five hundred dollars. That's a no. For five hundred dollars, though. Five hundred dollars. You're doing an instant. Oh, if the company said we're going to give each of you a thousand, a five hundred dollar bonus on your next check, maybe everybody at the company party would get up and do. Karaoke. But you've already we're said no j- to five hundred dollars before. No, and the answer would still be no. We're but. all jerks if they set up karaoke at a bar and nobody sings it. Somebody yeah, has to true. do karaoke well, go, at this company Christmas party next if Thursday. You, if you feel, feel so bad, go do it, man. Be a company man, Cody. Go do it. Why won't you sing a song? Oh, you'll be out of town. Yeah, I'll be gone. You're not. A, oh, you're not going to even be there. I did see that uh, there's an open bar. There's an open bar like right before New Year's Eve when you guys are gone. Oh no! And actually, Cody will just be gone. You, you and I'll be here. One of the days right before New Year's Eve. Yeah, it says like pop up bar. I'll show up. That's how it used. You know, that's how it used to be around like in the uh, like I don't know, probably 15 years ago, 20 plus years ago. They would have like the the, not maybe not in this building, but other radio stations I worked at would have like the alcohol. People would tell stories. They would have the the liquor cart would come through on Fridays throughout the office, and people would drink. Let's get back to those I think days. we should. I think we should. We've been long advocating for Friday becoming a party atmosphere on this show. We should invite <laughs> Rob Collins back on Friday and start the party atmosphere this <laughs> Hell Friday. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys want to do some drinks this Friday? Party Someone atmosphere? Says, Cody, maybe you can sing your Ben Roethlisberger song. <laughs> Remember that one? That's a long. That's a forgot about a showstopper. That's, that's a forgotten that song. That, that was that would take me five hundred dollars of all the ones to sing. That was bad in front of all of my coworkers. Here's the problem: Do you not think that the first person they try to 
harass into doing it is not going to be me. Everyone downstairs knows that I've done songs. Yep. They're going to harass me g- to do it first. Nick, and he's acting like he doesn't like, he's going to love it. He's no, gonna I'm gonna not. He's going to love it. You're also acting like there's not like company, seven not music business. stations in the building that have like people who do music at them. Do they sing music or just play it? I don't know <laughs> that, that right there. The fact Working that you asked that question tells question. me that you live in your own bubble where like you're the you're you're living in a movie where you're the main <laughs> character. <laughs> That's everybody's And I just life. can't I can't emphasize enough how inaccurate that is to the rest of us. In your world. I'm just saying, you're saying they work at a music station, so they're more likely to no, do karaoke. I don't think I that that's accurate. I guarantee you there are people who are musically inclined on that side of the building. Okay, that might be true. I'm sure there's some. And in fact, I would take it a step farther to say more musically inclined than you. Also, probably true. Because I don't even know them, but I've seen your musical gifts, so I'm just <laughs> willing to bet that there's people over there more talented than you. I'll be curious how many people actually get up there and sing karaoke. I just tell you, it won't be me. There's nothing you can Zero say Zero percent? I think we need to make a bet. We got to. We got to try to like. We got to get. He won't accept it. He won't accept it. Accept the bet. No. Why would take I? a chance? No, I just told you I oh, wouldn't even way, take five hundred dollars for my. We friend. want people to listen to this show. They want to hear stuff. They're not going to hear. They're not going to hear the, it. That's a weird way to try and attract <laughs> listeners. By the way, you owe me two dollars. I do owe you two bucks because Justin Reed. Tomorrow. Justin Reed did not still delete up? his tweet. Uh, yeah, I think it's still up. Still up. Still hasn't deleted it. You don't have $2 on you right now? Someone wants to know if Apple, can we can get, you. Cody, can we get any of your songs on Apple Music so people can sing karaoke to it with you? I don't. As uh, if they were singing it with you. As if they no, were singing what it would with you. Happy, happy, no happy birthday, Patrick. Just on Apple Music so yeah. that people can, people can sing it? Is somebody else going to make a $2 bet today? No. That's, I think that's your bit. Yeah. Why won't you guys partake in this? Well, do you like gambling so much? I'm not going to do a random. Also, gentleman bets are normally a dollar, but I'm not going to do a two dollar random bet anyway. Why? I'll, I'll go hop on the the BetMGM or the FanDuel or no, the Barstool like app it's... and make a bet to actually win more than two dollars back on something I actually feel better oh. about than just betting Cody whether or not Gold someone has no fun in the gambling. It's only professional gambling for him. He's it's just Cody only me, professional. You, you gambling. wanted me to bet on who would walk by the window in our office. Next. I'll still do it. I'll, I'll bet you two dollars. Fun bets. I'll bet you two dollars right now. You can't you, do twenty push-ups. Thank you, Nick. I'll bet you two dollars right now. You can't do twenty push-ups. Why would I take the bet to begin with? This is weird. It's not weird to randomly bet on stuff, but you're Sounds forcing bad. it what because I offered him a separate bet. I don't even think you care about these bets. You're like, who's going <laughs> to walk by our station next? Who cares? Someone's right. Turning that five hundred dollars to sing in front of a bunch of drunk idiots is financial my- malpractice. Makes so much money that I don't need five hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> that's what it is. You guys got you me. You got the new contract that's yet? You got me. You Odyssey. Got me. That's right, man. Coming up next, we'll get to the Chiefs' red half hour. Uh, Eleven forty-five. You're going to hear Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But if I were to tell you, there's three things that would potentially lead to a playoff exit for Kansas City. We'll break those down next. Listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Mine are coming up in about 15 minutes. We're headed out to Arrowhead to hear from Andy Reid 
and Patrick Mahomes. Middle of the week as they get set to take on the Denver Broncos. Perhaps a little injury update on a couple players. Uh, the foot for Mahomes, Kadarius Tony's hamstring. We know McCall uh, Harmon still can't come off of IR until uh, next week. But the Chiefs Red Half Hour is brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. And one hour from now, Josh Klingler, silent reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. Of course, host of Fesco in the morning will join us as well. We'll get back into the big news in the NFL in the last 15 minutes or so, uh, which is Von Miller out for the season. He was already on IR for the Buffalo Bills. They were trying to find out how severe is this knee injury. They went ahead and had some exploratory surgery just to take a look if there was something that needed to be repaired. Turned out it did need to. ACL surgery out for the season. Massive implications. We'll get back into that coming up throughout the show uh, today. But if I were to tell you through this postseason run that the Chiefs are hopefully about to go on, whether it's as the one seed or the two seed, and maybe that seeding changes based off of the injury to Von Miller as well, but what would you not be surprised with? If, I, if we're sitting here and it's after a divisional round loss or after an AFC title game loss, what would you think the three reasons are? Because I, I think one of them absolutely would be special teams. I, I think if you told me that, hey, yeah, they, they lost that divisional round game or AFC title game and it was because of turn kicks, block got kick, old got penalties. A, they weren't ready for a fake muff punt, muff punt, whatever. Like, that seems like a very real scenario. It's been the worst unit on the field. Yeah, so they, that, that wouldn't be crazy. Fortunately, they have so many more ways where they can win football games. We get that. But if I were to, to ask you for three reasons, special teams would be very high on the list, if not at the very top for me. My, I mean, look, number one to me is still turnover differential. And I understand that that's like, that's a pretty standard answer because that could be said about any game. But for this team in particular this year, all three losses follow a similar model. You give it away more than they take it away against too good of a team. Now, special teams was probably the single biggest reason why they messed up against the Colts because they were so bad in that game. They had the single worst special teams day of the year, maybe of the Dave Toby era yeah. in that one against the Colts. What's interesting about this from the last conversation is neither of us, when we listed our top three, because turnover differential, special teams, and, and their said, inability to get a pass rush. And I just said Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're in this Cincinnati. list. So pass rush versus this, we have some similar things on our list. Nick, would your list have included the offensive tackles? Because that is one of the biggest struggle units on the entire in the NFL, yet they still only give up the sixth least amount of sacks. Mm -hmm. So I ride this weird line of, I don't think their tackles have played well enough. They haven't played well enough. I'm fearful they'll give Orlando Brown money. But how can I say that that'd be the reason it cost him a game when I can't think of a game where their offensive tackles being bad felt like the single biggest reason why they lost? Well, I think it's that... I even though it hasn't cost them a game, I feel like that's that's the kind of stuff that always catches up to you eventually. Like when we talk about fatal flaws, right? Because that's what we're really talking yes. about here. That's the to sort of stuff that you can get by on and you can make your way around. But then when you have to face three really good teams in back to back weeks, back to back to back weeks in the postseason, eventually it will cost you. And we've seen that before with the Chiefs. It's how they lost to the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. You can get by. But if that's the, what I think is the biggest issue that rears its head week after week, eventually it will cost you. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, the Buc we all know this, the Bucks Super Bowl, that was both tackles that started for you got hurt. I mean, it wasn't just bad play. It was you were down to your backup tackles. 
It wasn't just. That I know, they but they're were getting, getting like backup tackle play for the last couple of weeks. Again, they. I, I will disagree to disagree on that. They're we giving up the number cameras. one and number two pressures in the NFL. Yeah, you, you just told me ninety seconds ago, though, that the they sacks. still are. So I, I, I'll push back on. They're not getting play as if they're both backup tackles. Now, is it? I don't disagree with either of you. Though it could still be something that costs them a game, no doubt. I just don't think it, they're not nearly the same spot they were heading in that Super Bowl. Um, against the against the Tampa Bay Bucks but yeah the 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 tackles would is there a crucial third down where Orlando Brown Jr. could get beat by one of these elite edge rushers yeah now the good news again we just mentioned Von Miller not gonna have to deal with him in a potential playoff game against Buffalo not not gonna have to deal with that here's the thing Cincinnati's pass rush is okay uh Buffalo's pass rush is okay yeah so like of the teams that scare you in the AFC they don't have super dominant unstoppable pass rushes Miami's pass rush isn't any good. So it's not like any of those, like, I guess where this would get you again is Super Bowl, right? Yeah. It's more likely the NF, it's Micah Parsons. <laughs> the it's Cowboys defense, the, yeah. the Eagles defensive front. Yeah. Like, I, I think that those. Yeah, if you were picking one team in football right now that you think would be a disaster for the Chiefs offensive line. To well, here, here are the top. It would be the Cowboys front, which would probably be the answer for most teams. Anyway. Here are the top 10 sack teams in the NFL, and none of them are the teams you would consider the teams that scare you the most mm-hmm. as far as AFC competitors, Dallas and Philadelphia, shocker, they're one and two. New England, don't care. They don't have a quarterback. Tampa Bay, NFC problem. Baltimore's without their starting quarterback for a little while. So maybe that scares you at some point, but it can't yet. San Francisco and the Jets, again, not a problem. And then Tennessee and Seattle. Your biggest competitors aren't big pass rush teams. Like that's the what I think that that's what deterred me from putting that on the list. When I was thinking last night, we put this topic in there, right? We're like, hey, what are the three fatal flaws that are going to most likely to cost the Chiefs a win in the playoffs, thus knock them out for the season? I had a hard time getting to offensive tackle because I've watched the special teams bomb in multiple games. I've watched what happens when the pass rush bombs, and I know that they have a turnover problem. Both they turn it over a little too much because they rank poor in that category and don't get the ball in any way. Those are bigger problems than their tackles. They just are. Like, for, when we talk about off-season plans, we might have to have that conversation, too. Because those three things, and special teams, it's, you don't, like, go out of your way and spend money on special teams to solve your problem sure, in the off-season. Sure, but sure. Yeah. you just hope that you... Go get Matthew Slater, right? That's the... Could you <laughs> go imagine go if we Matthew had that Slater. conversation? Like, go gotta Slater. go out there, man, guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> gotta spend some money in the off-season. Fix up that special teams. I guess if they were really bad at kicker or punter, you'd be having that conversation. Yeah. But normally, you know. Tommy Townsend's been, like, the one... Non question mark for me on the special teams this entire year. He's done a perfectly good job. Nick's guy. Nick's a big Tommy Townsend fan. He's made that very clear. absolutely should be a pro. We, you were gone last week. We we said wow. Tom, you guys did Tommy, a topic that Tommy Tom, Townsend should be a Pro Bowl. Tommy for for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Tommy for the Pro Bowl should happen. Definitely. Hmm. I'm kind of sad. I missed that conversation. Now. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Are. You guys put some stats. Yeah. Where does he rank? Third in, in net punt average. How about that? How's that for a starter? Pretty good, I guess. Is there yet another one? Or he's got aren't that many punts? I think he's like last in the NFL in stats. He only has thirty punts. Doesn't get a ton of opportunity. Like Johnny Hecker, the guy who everybody loves Hecker, he's got sixty punts. You he's don't got, think he should tied be tied for the third longest punt of the season, too? If you care, I do. By <laughs> 70, the way, by the way, gold, Actually, by I the do way, care. As of this week, he's taken over the top spot. Tommy Townsend is now the number one net average punter. In well, the there NFL. you go. Case closed. What about inside the 20? Where, where does he rank in those? Uh, Again, I know he's hurt by the lack of kicks. We're going to ignore that stat. We're going to ignore that stat. 
Ooh, that, is that, that, does that, that one hurt him? That that one. That's a volume stat. Yep. Yep. That's and a volume so, stat. Oh, okay. Yeah, because think about it. You only have so many punts to get inside the 20. He only got he has 12 well, of them. Well, let's just do a percentage, 12 though. That's of 12 the, of his only 30 punts. Yeah, he's getting he, it inside the 20. But that's 26. 40% of the time. That's 26 in the league, though, because there's only 12 of them. But not 40% of the time. I know, but the stat just... When they list the punter stats, Johnny Hecker is has twenty nine kicks inside yes, the twenty of his sixty. So he's hey, it's a better ratio. I know, but the problem is that the way they rank it out, it's just by the total number of inside the twenty. Misleading punting stat. We need reform of the punting stats. Is what you're <laughs> saying? It's a good. That's point. where we can. Is this where we should go that. to Pro Football Focus again? Do you think that they're mm-hmm. better at the punting? That's right. Yep. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Tommy Townsend ranks in the Pro Football Focus punting. I have no idea. We can look that up though. <laughs> can you? Do they grade those? I don't know. I'm sure they do. Uh, no, I just went to their website, and it just says, sorry, there are no rows for this. Like, they're not even trying. Uh, damn, you're right. <laughs> Coming up next, though. <laughs> we're not gonna go even out, trying. We're going to go out there. We're here from, we're, <laughs> we'll hear from Patrick Mahomes, and uh, perhaps Andy Reid will be asked about Tommy Townsend punting next. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload a football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio.